this is a powerful month. This is a month where you're gonna be going through a lot of inner breakthroughs that's going to allow you to have this positive change and allow yourself to do things, do life in a new, more expanded, higher vibe way. So don't quit trying. Look at where you want to go and say, how do I go about that and make the changes? You might find these changes this month. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and on this podcast, I talk about the spiritual awakening process and all the different challenges and blessings and experiences that I know a lot of you are going through, but maybe have no one to talk about it with, and you might feel like you're alone in this. Well, I wanna let you know you're not alone, and that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I also felt alone and I wanted to put something out there that I never had when I was going through a lot of these ups and downs and, and unique experiences associated with the spiritual awakening process. And my, my essential intention with this podcast is to help people like you learn how to master and navigate your spiritual awakening process so that you can, you can reap all the beautiful benefits that, that I have, that I know is in your cards as well. So welcome to my podcast, my friend. It's an honor and a blessing to have you. The month of September is a very powerful month. It's one of those months where you will begin to feel the changes that have been happening for quite some time on planet Earth. This changing of the frequency, this elevation of the vibration of human beings and the planet is now beginning to be felt and known. And when this happens, oftentimes we feel like we're regressing. So this month you might already have stuff coming up for you emotionally, bizarre circumstances kind of playing out in your life that seem to be trying to tell you something. And some of you might even be feeling this shift physically in your body with the purge. For example, my fingers got this like little infection. Weird little things can happen sometimes, but they represent a transformation, a metamorphosis that you are going through right now. And the month of September is a very powerful, it's an opportunity to really upgrade yourself in your life. And the main way we're going to be doing that is by loving ourselves and accepting ourselves more. And that's kind of the, the main underlying essence of this month. But as I always do, I'm gonna break it down into three more digestible themes that you might be experiencing right now. And the whole intention is that you can go through the month of September with more awareness, more insight, and really get the most out of this powerful and amazing opportunity that we have before us right now. It's an exciting month of expansion and empowerment and coming into your own like never before. <laughs> Theme number one, old habits coming back, leading to positive change. For example, right now you might not be feeling your best. You might be feeling a little bit sluggish. You might be blaming the energy. Maybe it has a little something to do with it, but a lot of times we, as we evolve ourselves, as we grow spiritually, our bodies become also more uh, sensitive, more you know, where impurities, you could say, are felt more noticeably than previously, which is good because we're more sensitive to what allows us to live life in a very optimal way. 
But anyway, as this starts to occur, we're not really on our A game. We're not really feeling our best. And at this time, we start to kind of slip into old habits of escape, old habits of just uh, to, to numb ourselves. And this can come in a variety of ways. Some of you might be smoking way more ganja than you, you know you should. Some of you may have allowed yourself to start drinking again. Some of you might just be on your phone way too much and every time you put it down you feel disoriented and just scattered. But because of that you go on it more and it's gotten, gotten yourself into this loop or whatever it is. This could of course play out in a lot of different ways. And the tendency for spiritual seekers at this time is to beat themselves up to feel like they're doing something wrong, like they're missing the boat. Why is everybody else seem to be doing good and not me? And I was the king of this. I was the king of beating myself up, basically. I have No one's harder on me than me, Victor. And that may be the case for you. But luckily over the years, I came to realize that it was just a bad misinterpretation of what was happening. And what was happening was life was showing me through these types of reflections that I could be doing better. I could be happier. I could, there's a level of peace. There's a level of tranquility available to me now. And here are some different things kind of standing in the way. And oftentimes it's like a fine tuning. So essentially what I'm saying now is contrary to what you might be experiencing, which again is this like regression into old habits and things of that nature. It's also a perfect opportunity to kind of shift that around and be even more dialed in, you could say, with your lifestyle than ever before. You know, I was a personal trainer for many years and what I found is a lot of people would really knock the whole New Year's resolution thing. They'd say, ah, it's, it's uh, you know, because of course most people don't follow them, which is obviously true. But what I, as a trainer, I, I, I didn't agree with that. I said, you know what, this is an opportunity. This is like a, perm a collective permission slip to like give it another try. And the fact that so many people I've known have given up on this New Year resolution idea um, it leads me to believe many people, unfortunately, have given up on themselves. So don't give up on yourself. Don't beat yourself up if, you're, if you've relapsed into some old habits. Let that fuel you into a new direction. I've been going through the same thing. I've been allowing over the past couple of months, some of you know I've been moving and things like that. And consequently, I've kind of been, I wouldn't say forced, but it, it was more convenient to eat out and to get like, you know, I, I just discovered DoorDash the other, like a month ago. And it's, it's, a, it's so, <laughs> I've been overdoing the DoorDash myself and things like that. And it was fine and made sense for a little moment in my, you know, but when I was moving, but all of a sudden I'm realizing this has become a habit. This has become my lifestyle. This is like my go-to way of, of, of feeding my vessel with, you know, unhealthy foods from restaurants and things like that. And I felt tired. I felt like, man, am I just getting old? What's going on with me? I'm not look. I'm looking a little bit less lean in the mirror, things like that. But really, it's like, no, your, your diet has become horrible. What happened? And it's like, oh, man, yeah, you know, you're right. And instead of beating myself up and, and feeling you know, bad about it, I'm like, OK, I, I'm going to I'm going to ride this wave of opportunity and, and get back into what I know works. So that's me. That's me. But the whole point is you can use your quote unquote relapse either as something to continue to beat yourself up with, something to define you, or even be, if maybe it's happened many times and you use it, 
you, you falsely believe it's never going to happen for you. This is a powerful month. This is a month where you're going to be going through a lot of inner breakthroughs that's going to allow you to have this positive change and allow yourself to do things, do life in a new, more expanded, higher vibe way. So don't quit trying. Don't quit trying. This is a month to look at your life Look at where you want to go and say, how do I go about that and make the changes? You might find these changes this month stick. Number two, it's a fantastic time to do inner work. You may be coming off a period in your life with a lot of action, a lot of, yeah, a lot of like physical action, a lot of doing. You might have felt busy, many things on your plate, things like that. And of course, when that happens, it's very difficult to do inner work. We get kind of caught up in the doing. Reminds me of my friend Aaron Dowdy. I was just with him yesterday and he was telling me about what it's like to fly a helicopter. He was able to kind of uh, like sort of fly one with a friend of his uh, not too long ago. And he was like, bro, he was saying, Vic, it's very interesting. It's, there's a lot of parallels to life flying a helicopter. For one, you have to be very, very careful. In fact, the steering wheel you might assume helicopter pilots have, they control with their fingers like this. And it's these subtle little movements like that and you have to feel it. And he, the, one of the main things he told me that stuck with me, which is related to what I'm saying now, he says, you can't look like right, you have to look in the distance. You have to focus on the horizon is what he said. You have to focus on where you wanna go. And as long as you stay focused on where you wanna go and kind of intuitively, it's like he said, it's very intuitive, believe it or not. Intuitively kind of navigate yourself towards this like chosen end, you know, end game. He says, that's how you, you have like a smooth, um, you know, a smooth, a smooth helicopter ride. And he said, but if you don't, if you get too focused on the, like too much what, what you're doing in the moment, which is not, not saying don't be in the moment, but in this particular analogy, if you get too fixated in like lost in the doing essentially, you can very quickly go out of alignment. So what I'm saying to you, my friend, is this is a good month to like step back to pull out of your schedule, pull out of your day-to-day -day tasks and make sure everything you're doing and putting your energy into is in alignment with where you wanna go. It's very good to have goals. I found a lot of spiritual people don't like having goals. But I found a lot of those folks are, they live kind of like a leaf in the wind, just blowing around, reacting to life. And I get it because I know I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, man, if I may, if I set goals, I always change my mind because I'm changing and growing so much, so often, so quickly. I don't want to like be too set on anything. What I found that works for me is the balance of that. I always have something I'm going towards, but I'm I try my best to not be attached. But if I don't have like a vision for myself and my life, I end up just getting lost in the doing, lost in the yeah, the comings and goings of my busy life. I have children, I have a wife, I have pets, I have a new home, a lot going on. And if I'm not mindful, if I'm not focused, I will be working my butt off and not really getting anywhere, not really improving myself. So what I'm saying is you may have been doing a lot of work and now is a good time to step back and go inward. And all of what I just said is almost meant to be used in a spiritual sense. And make sure that the things you're putting your energy into are in alignment with like your soul's destiny, where your heart feels intuitively guided to go. And that's I what I found the best way to stay in sync with like the, the goodness and the support of life is to truly follow my heart. But the more busy we allow ourselves to become, the more disconnected we become from our heart. And before you know it, we're way off track. 
or worse, you crash your helicopter. No, just kidding. It's not going to be like that. But it's a great time to do the inner work. Also, in doing this inner work, which is not always easy, the, the inner work, I'm not talking about like you got to do yoga for an hour a day. I'm saying like really look at yourself. And it's not easy. A lot of times the inner work really requires you to come to terms with, admit your shortcomings and things like that. And some of these things, it's like, oh man, I really don't want to accept that about myself because it's, it's embarrassing. You know, you might feel shameful of some of the things your awakening brings up in you, these awarenesses of like who you are, how you're showing up in the world. It's not easy. What comes to mind is years ago, in fact, the very first time I drank ayahuasca, I had like a vision and it was not a good vision. It was a vision kind of like a, you know, a vision of myself basically. And I was in my bathroom but when I lived back in Las Vegas and my son Lucas, who was like probably like five at the time, he had come in and in this vision, it showed me kind of barking at him, like, like in like a irritated, like I'm busy, type of way and I'll never forget this vision it was very like haunting it was it was of Luke's face my son Luke's face when he saw dad kind of bark at him and it just it it was his face of just like I saw what it was doing to my son emotionally just just my justifiable busy I gotta work to support the family I need to be left alone kind of thing and I didn't do it all, all the time or anything but anyway it was like god I literally, like, after that ayahuasca ceremony, when everybody was, like, done and going back to their rooms, I didn't even know what to do with myself. I felt so, so, like, uh, like tender, emotionally tender. I just felt so, I just felt horrible about it. I felt horrible. Like, how could I have been doing this? And it was a very, very, very hard pill to swallow. I love my son. And it's like, to my defense, it was unconscious. But not anymore. Now I saw, this is what you're doing. This is how you're showing up, and this is how it's affecting the ones you love. What are you going to do about it? And it's like in those moments, so many people, they shy away. I could have justified it. I could have said, well, I'm busy. He needs to harden up, yada, yada. No, I knew it was wrong in my heart, and I made a change. I've never done that to him ever again. So my, my point is, you can make use of these awarenesses within yourself. And what you'll probably find, if you can do that, if you can just accept that you're not perfect, none of us are perfect, we're all doing our best, we all have unconsciousness. And this month is a time to bring that to light, to say, here's how you're showing up, here's what you're doing, here's how it's affecting people, your life, etc. What are you going to do about it? And in that awareness, there is hope for change. There is opportunity to finally make new conscious choices. And it will probably be these very breakthroughs that allow you to also make those like less severe habitual changes. You might find that you've had a pattern. Maybe you, you start going to the gym and, and things are good and then something happens, whatever it is, and you just for whatever reason, you find yourself skipping a day and then you skip a week. And then it's like, well, I'll get back next month after vacation and then it's like, I should probably cancel this gym membership. And maybe you've done that over and over and over and over again. And maybe it's happening again. Maybe you find yourself slipping away from the gym as a metaphor, of course. If you can do that inner work I just explained, 
it very well may lead to the very exact type of breakthrough that will allow you to see your unconsciousness involved in this type of dynamic. And with it being seen, you can't unsee it. You will naturally make new changes and you might find yourself breaking free of that pattern forever. You'll get nice and fit and lean going to the gym, but most importantly, you're going to be free of that unconsciousness. But in order for that to happen, you have to see it. You have to look. And oftentimes life will be giving you little clues. It'll be showing you these little happenings, little inconveniences, little disruptions in your life that seem to have an energetic charge that catches your attention. Look into that. What is life trying to tell you about yourself? If you're willing to see it, you can have an absolutely life-changing month this month. Number three, if, if that wasn't powerful enough, this might be the most powerful theme of the month, and that is this. Owning your worth. Panache, another spiritual teacher I've read very little about, just a little snippet out of a book, actually. Anyway, he's well-respected, and he says that the core wound that all human beings carry is this unworthiness belief that usually stems, as you can probably imagine, in early childhood. And oftentimes, this unworthiness core wound it just affects all areas of our life. And it can start to be like uh, bumped against by your spirit. As you start to go through a spiritual awakening, there's, a, there, there's this other part of you that's not at all affected by this core wound of yours that starts to kind of dream, dreams, destiny, purpose starts to kind of blossom within you parallel to this core wound that may have been dictating your entire life prior. And all of a sudden there's this conflict. And the conflict I'm talking about is this feeling inside of your heart that you're meant for something better. You're meant for greatness. You're meant to be doing something. There's something that's exciting for you. And when you tune into it, it feels expansive. But then it like bumps into this other party that says, nope, this is not you. You are not enough. And then you start looking around at other people and you look around at your life and you start to justify getting your head. And it's like, yeah, this is why this is not realistic. This is why I'm not the one for this. I'm not capable. Whatever it is, these stories are not true. And now is the time to really understand that the key to your success is just being yourself. The core wound, the unworthiness really loves to make you believe you're too tall, you're too short, you're too thin, you're too thick, whatever, you're too old, you're too young. You, 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 you have red hair, I grew up with red hair. That was something that bugged me for a long time. Now I have to shave my head. Okay, no one's going to want to watch guy with a shaved head. All the, I have, have scars on my hand. No, no, no one's going to want to. Your mind has no shortage of reasons why you're not enough. And yet, this illusion causes us to do what? It causes us to try to become more. Well, if I just become really buff, if I just like do, do, go to Harvard and then get a really impressive degree, then if I just make a million dollars, then if I just attract the beautiful soulmate, then I'm, I guess I'm still not enough because then the mind will say, well, yeah, you got all those things, but there's always something else you haven't done, haven't accomplished, haven't gained to add to this identity of yours, so it's finally enough. And ironically, in doing that, we take ourselves way off track. We start pursuing things that are not at all authentic to us. For example, a good friend of mine, Matt, he felt not enough from his family, so he, became, he went to school, law school, he became a lawyer, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in college debt, 
the hard work, passing the bar exam, all on this like pretty much unconscious and inauthentic pursuit with the desire to become enough for mom and dad. And he finally woke up out of it and he's doing great. But the point is we can do that. And I, what is beautiful is this month is going to give you more, more like insight as to what you are really meant to do. Maybe it is being a lawyer. Who knows? You're going to know what you're meant to do, but what you're going to maybe run into is this belief that I need to become more before I do it, which is bullshit. That's not true. The way you do that and fulfill your destiny is by just owning yourself, being your true self, fully quirks, flaws, and all own it and you'll be surprised at how much easier and faster the journey goes as well. What comes to mind is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Most of you know Arnold Schwarzenegger, real famous, you know, movie star, bodybuilder, governor of California for two terms. He's, he's a very well accomplished guy. But anyway, after he set, pretty much broke every record in bodybuilding history, he got bored. And he decided, you know what, I'd like to become a movie star, which is obviously a very ambitious goal <laughs> to do. And what he found is he, he knew people by then. He was really good at like what he would call schmoozing and talking to people. And he would get these auditions. And everybody told him the exact same thing. They said, Arnold, I love you. You're a hell of a guy, but you're too big and your accent is way too thick. And temporarily, Arnold got into his head and he thought, hmm, I guess I'm not enough. I guess I'm too big. I guess I'm too whatever. The same old story, validated by other people. And you know what he did? He worked on his English. He worked on, on like sort of masking that accent. He stopped working out so much, even though he loved to work out. It was obviously a passion of his. And what he found is that he would go to these other new auditions and it was still not working for him. They, they, it was not working for him. And worse than that, he was miserable. He was living a lie. He was sort of refraining from doing what he loves, the bodybuilding and working out. He was even modifying the way he communicates to appease this, these external opinions of himself. And one day he realized, this, is, this ain't working either, Jack. He said, screw it. I'm gonna be myself. He went back into the gym. And then uh, he started to be more boisterous with himself. And look what happened. The rest is history. He, at one point, he was the highest paid actor in the world. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. We all know him. He owned it. He owned who he was. And that is what we know him for. Own who you are. And you might be surprised at how appropriate, how, much, how needed it is in the world right now. Bashar another channeler, not another, but a channeler, he always says that when you aren't really being your true self because you believe you need to be something else, you're depriving the world, the collective of the gifts you came to bring. Now is the time to be yourself and share your gifts and allow yourself to expand into the person, the, the, I don't want to say person, but like the, it's like time to find your place in the whole. The whole needs you. Look around. The world is not doing good. Let's not kid ourselves. It's the planet, the earth, the trees, the ocean. The, it's, it's a lot of unconsciousness running amok on planet earth. And it needs you right now. It needs your gifts. It needs little, little flames to start sprouting up on the planet. 
And if you don't think you matter, you're wrong because you're part of the whole. If you have that mindset and everyone else has that mindset, nothing gets done. You came, if you're watching videos like this, if you, this, any of this resonates, you're meant to be one of those flames. And just so you know, your flame is perfect. You're perfect just as you are. Okay, my friend, thank you so much for listening. I wish you an amazing day and I'll, we'll see you next time. Much love.